Section 5. Middle part. Do some other stuff. If you're going to make connections which are innovative, you have to not have the same bag of experience as everyone else does, says Steve Jobs. You're killing it at improvisation. You found your tribe. You're developing as a person and you're starting to deepen your dedication. You even bought this obscure book on improvisation, so you must be really into it. You're also listening to the audiobook, so, you know, we know you're into improv. And hopefully, this book is providing you with some insights, thoughts, and frames for becoming a better improviser. And if you've been reading it for a while, hopefully you've been applying these insights and sharing them with your group, and all is trundling along smoothly. You feel reinvigorated. You've moved past the plateau and are climbing again. You're connecting better with ideas, feeling more grounded. In short, improv is awesome again. What's next? Go do something else. That's right, something else entirely. You owe it to yourself and to your improv. Improvisation draws on a wide range of sources. In fact, it draws on anything that might be out and around in your brain and bag of experiences. If you grew up riding horses, collecting comics, or getting into fights, you can bring that to your scene work and shows. It also holds true for now. If you work at Starbucks or Goldman Sachs or are a graphic designer, all of these things can be part of your improv and should be because we bring what we have offstage into our onstage life. And that's why you should get an offstage life if you don't have one. Now that you have improv, it's easy to make it the focus of your life. Cool. That's a great idea. But remember that every little thing you do can become part of your improv life, whether it's a precise character based on a diving instructor you once had, or an anecdote from visiting an estranged cousin, or adding detail to a film noir scene based on your extensive knowledge of Raymond Chandler novels. Here are a few things you can do to expand your range of experience and give you more fuel for your improv. Take a trip somewhere, anywhere. Whether it's a three-month backpacking trip to Southeast Asia, or an afternoon at the petting zoo, real-life trips offer new sensory experience, plus the chance to meet new people and the chance for stuff to actually happen to you, and stuff for you to do, stuff that's outside your regular habits and routines. Learn something new. Take a sushi-making class, or an eight-week Spanish course, or learn to tie flies for fly fishing, or how to resole shoes, anything at all. Write. Writing is so useful. No matter what you do or plan to do, whether you consider yourself a writer or not, you, as an improviser, write scenes when you're performing. So spend a little bit of time, at least, writing, and it'll help you get better at it. Watch movies. I mean, you probably do that anyway, but watch more, watch widely, and of course, watch your favorite genre as well. Just watch as many as you can and watch them again. Watch critically and then discuss them with your friends. Breathe. It seems obvious, but breathing matters, and much more so than we tend to give it credit for. In fact, we tend to take it for granted. Take a moment and have a couple big breaths. <sighs> I don't know about you, but I already feel better. Meditate. This is one of the best ways to improve everything you do. Just sit quietly for a while and try not to think about anything. Of course, your mind will think about stuff, but just remind yourself to breathe and try and let the thoughts drift away. It's hard not to think and to just be, and that's a sure sign that we need more calm in our lives.
<sighs> We're done with that section. <laughs>